0: country will do psalm 71 and i don't have just riding on your coattail pastor it's it's a blessing to be at this church it's we're going to see a little bit because most of what is the christian life it's just that it's life one single day at a time sometimes we're not promised even this day but then when you stack them up and I don't know if I'm the oldest one in this room here. I might be that saying something. I mean, I'm like feeling old now. <laughs> but you know what? When I stack it back and I look back and I see the path that I trod, that God led me to. You don't know it at the time. Somebody's just so busy living your life and what you're saying about moving. The department is day to day. What Guillermo's saying about your family and your blessing people. How this transpire? It takes time. See, the Christian life is time. We don't know how much we have. Remember, we're to occupy till Jesus comes. We have, like Belshazzar, the God of our breath, we have one breath away from eternity. Just one breath. When you're talking about the price of breathing, that's all we are. Yeah. One breath. And in the course, I'm, I might tell you something. Is, I have literally stood death to, I thought I was going to die. It's just how I'm still alive, I don't know. It's just, but I can say when I stood on that threshold of death a couple of times, some very suddenly... Some just, you know, a little more, you know, they give me advanced notice, so to say. But uh never no fear. Great, yeah, great peace that God gives. But this psalm, if I was just reading, you know, which is a good thing to do, just read your Bible. When when you read the psalms, especially the psalms of David, you feel his pain. You feel his life. You feel his joys. You feel his praises. And this is I know, a psalm for thanksgiving we got to be thankful when we seize the hand of God, the fingers of God. I mean, the fingers that made this universe comes down to us yeah, and reaches us. So Psalm Psalm 71, I'm just going to kind of preach through it real fast. Um, park on some verse and park on another. So do, do things just a little bit different. But it always starts right there. It, it starts there in thee, O oh Lord. Maybe that song, unto thee, O oh Lord, do I lift up my soul? I just listen to that. But it starts with God. And if you don't know him, we don't have a relationship, you're just wasting your time. You're walking in mire. But do I put my trust? It starts with our salvation. Let me never be put to confusion. You know, that's a good prayer to ask God. And the confusion, just don't let me be ashamed. You don't be ashamed of God, ever. And there's times and every one of us in this room has had a spot where we face some unbelievers or some moment or something in our life. And we had to make a split second to choose. Them. do we honor the Lord or do we hold our tongue? And unfortunately, we've, we've been like Peter. The Lord looked, had to look at us. And we felt that shame because we didn't just. But that's why you pray that. So the Lord doesn't do it. But then deliver me. Deliver me in. thy righteous. You know, it's not by works of righteousness that we have done. It's all God. All our good. Our thoughts are continually wicked. Why didn't God have wiped out the earth? Because the thoughts of man were continually wicked, and so are ours until you feel it, until you change it. we can see the psalmist. He said, Deliver me in thy righteousness, cause me to escape. But do you ever just want to get away? And I don't mean the southwest, a flight somewhere. I mean, sometimes, as David said, I feel like an owl in the wilderness. I, I don't belong here. It's just not comfortable. I just want to get away. But this is what psalmist says. Cause me an escape, incline your unto to me and save me. You know, sometimes we just need to pray and ask the Lord. Verse 3, be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandments to save me. You know, we have mine right here. We, we, You say 10 of them? Okay, just do those 10. If you did nothing else, just do those. You know what? You, you'll be fulfilling all the law if you're able to do them. But what's the one commandment? You all know the one commandment? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And the second is like unto love thy neighbor. And that's what separates the churches. I've been to churches, they don't love. And I've experienced it, and I'm, some of you may be in your Christian life, have encountered churches where it's literally us four no more. I mean, they don't talk to them, and they don't talk to them, and they're mad at them, and they're mad at them, and there's no peace, there's no harm, there's no unity. Behold how good and how Pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Remember, it's like the beard. It's like the oil. Well, let's keep going on. Verse 4, deliver me. Oh, my God. It's okay to pray. It's okay to pray. It is okay to pray. Pray for your deliverance, but look on the needs of others. See, a lot of people get caught up. That's all we do is you want to pray for yourself. Your problem, your problem, your problem, your problem. You know what I found out just in the year? And I started like that as a Christian. You know what I found out? Most of the time, if you ever listen to me pray, you'll never hear me pray about my problems. And I got some. I got some big ones. I got If we, we read some of these people, this hindrances, nuisances in our lives, these mosquitoes that swat us, these people that bug us. Yeah. I got them. But you know what? I pray for them and I pray for others. I don't waste my time taking by myself. You know why? Because you're gonna pray for me. Amen. And you're gonna take care of my problems. And it and it really does work. But let's go on. Verse 5 For thou art my hope. Do you know what you're hoping in? You know the Bible says Jesus is a steadfast hope. He's an anchor. Uh, and if you've ever had if you ever been on a ship or anyone and had an anchor drag, boy, you can't sleep at night. You're on the shore and that anchor started dragging. You know, next thing you know, you're on the rock. So it is something to be, it is serious, having your anchor hold. But see, thou art my trust from my youth. And for me, I can praise the Lord. I got saved. I guess for a fairly young time. I was twenty-four. Now I'm sixty-four. Long time. I mean, in earth years, dog years. Hey, <laughs> but you know what? It's just that verse in the Psalms. Who says, "I have been young, and now I'm old. I ain't never seen the righteous forsaken. Oh, they think they have. I thought I have. I mean, you know, that I was talking with somebody about that uh, footprints in the sand. You know that one with Jesus? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Some of the hardest life when I first got saved, it was so hard because I had nobody here, and the church wasn't accepting me. I'm going to churches. I'm like, ah. You know, it was hard. It was lonely. It was tough. I mean, everyone's forsaking you. All my friends, the people I thought I loved forsook me. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to hear about Jesus. They didn't want to know So it was hard. But God didn't leave me from a youth. And you know what I did? And I'm just, again, not to pat my, but I hope you all do it. Read. I read. I, our pastor, Rick, our, our, his thing was 10 chapters a day. Every day. 10 chapters a day. You just did 10 chapters. You read them. Sometimes you understand what you read. Sometimes you forgot what you read. But you just put you in the book. And you know why? Thy word have I hid in my heart. You know why you hide it? Because you forget it. Right. Yeah, so I just don't even remember. But you know the verse I love? Is when Jesus said, "When the Holy Spirit comes, He will bring to remembrance whatsoever I said to you." See, you get this Bible in you, and it'll come out later. And that's what the psalmist is asking here. But verse seven, "I am a wonder unto many." That means I'm a miracle, you know. And I, I, I always feel bad talking about myself. I'm never comfortable because it's like I'm. I don't like to praise it. That verse that says, "Let another lips praise thee, and not thine own." Yeah. Good advice. It's not good to praise yourself because then anyway, we lift up ourselves in pride and then we start thinking we're something that we can do more when it's all in Christ. But you know what? I have been there. I am a wonder. It's a miracle that I'm alive. Yes. It really is. I mean, I sit there no different than the Red Sea parting, the miracles that took place. And I had to, just tonight I wanted to look it up because I had leukemia and they told me I was a dead man and there was no cure for me. There was no hope for me. I just died, you know, go in a room and die and don't forget to pay your bills. But when I was, a, I had really good insurance, so I had fantastic insurance. I, I, I'm grateful for that. I am so am. But the miracle that took place at the time, because I was supposed to be dead, and I it was just, hold up, we'll see what you can do. That was a statement. But a little thing called inversion 16, I had to look it up again, and it was, again, they use these medical terms, but it was specifically for that leukemia that makes it, how they say it, it complicates leukemia. That's why I got healed in four months, not four years, and been free. That is, an Almighty God does that. Is he going to do it to you? I don't know. I can't say he's going to, you know, what he does to one, what he's going to do to the other. Remember, what about him? Remember, they asked him about John. And he said, don't, don't worry about him, because sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. But see, in, in verse 7, when he says, I am a wonder unto many. But here's the, my part. Thou art my strong refuge. Strong you know, that, you know what that strong is? You know what that, actually, that word is? The arm of the Lord. It's the arm. Yeah. Remember, by his arm, by his outstretched arm, he redeemed us. He called Israel. And, and I like that. He just made the universe with his fingers. Just right. said, let there be light, but took his arm to save us. That's the power of God. But as I start reading in there, I'm just going to cherry pick some verses here. Verse 9, cast me not off in the time of old age. You know, that's something to worry about. You know, we do fear. Getting old, getting old is a drag almost. You know, And, I, and I've been quoting it, it's, a, it's a grateful officer, Mick Jagger. What a drag it is, getting old. And yet, at the same time, it's not. Because you know why? We're going to see why. You want to know why? I'll show you. Verse 18. Now also, when I am old, there he goes again, and now insult to injury, gray head. Oh, God, forsake me not. See, he's asking again, God, please, when I get old, give me something to do. I, I, I was talking to one of our saints, and, and they were making a statement. They were just doing such a trivial little thing. But to them, it was so important. And their statement was, I am so glad I could do this. I am so glad. And there's someone who's got a few years on me. I was blessed by that statement. It touched my soul deeply. But in verse 18, when I'm old and gray-headed, oh, God, forsake me not. Why? You want to know why I want to keep living? You wanna know why we need to keep living? Until I have showed thy strength unto this generation. See, I take this Bible and tell you what I know about it. A little, little bit here, a little bit there, iron sharpeneth iron, here, a little there, a little. Doctrine, who teach who shall you teach doctrine, precept line upon line? Precept, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But um where did I go? Verse 18 showed unto strength in this generation. And at the end, and thy power to everyone that is to come. Who are you telling about Jesus? you telling anybody? Huh? Who are you talking to? Who are you sure? See, you have to. Verse 19, thy righteousness. What do you talking about? Can you talk about God's righteousness? See, I've learned a lot of time I talk to people. Sometimes we think we just got to go straight in and turn or burn, sinner. You're going to die. Except you accept Jesus. Marvel and I said he must be born again. Sometimes you just don't. You, have you looked at what a beautiful day this is? You know, look at the creation that God made. Sometimes the Bible says to heavens declare the glory of the Lord. Sometimes you tell people about the beauty they see. Sometimes the beauty of their child. Or you find a way. we we were making a statement of a door knocking. And I like to, when you open the door, scan. Look at the wall. Do they got 19 pictures of family members? What's important to them? Do they got four pictures of cars? That's what's important to them. Do they got a Buddha with a little incense and some fruit over there? That's what's important to them. Find out what. I'm doing. But sometimes you're not talking about the Jesus straight up the name of Jesus. Sometimes you're talking about the righteousness of God. Know ye not, oh man, that the goodness of God leads you to repent. So sometimes we can tell them it's God's righteousness. And this is something that we can be so thankful for. Because you know why? We only have today. We only have a moment. We only have this little bit of time. Look at verse 20. Thou which has showed me great and sore troubles. You know what that means? Heck, I was hoping you didn't. No, know what it really means? Having so much, life is hard. I've had some hard times in life. Been so broke we couldn't rub nickels together and got dead up to my eyeballs. What are you going to do? You just keep rejoicing the Lord. Amen. Keep rejoicing. Yes. Now, it was my fault I got in my MS, so I wasn't mad at God. But, you know, I had to pay the price and get back out of that. But, you know, pain, pain is hard. Sometimes you just don't know when that phone's going to ring, man. Those calls that come at like 2 in the morning or 3, you know, hopefully it's a spam call that time. But sometimes the pain of life is so hard. And see, that's what he says, I was sure He made great and sore. This is anguish, troubles. And you know what? But I like that. God doesn't leave us here. Look at verse 20. And shall quicken me again. You know, sometimes we got to go through trials. Sometimes a lot And sometimes we be thankful that we have those trials. And sometimes when you can't understand, that's where old 2 Corinthians comes in, where God comforts us yeah. with the comfort where with others have. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go through this pain. you got to go through loneliness. Sometimes you have to taste death of someone that you love dearly. Mm-hmm. And you don't know why. And it takes time. And it may be one year, two years, three years, four but all of a sudden, one day, you're just doing right with God. You're still reading your Bible. You're still declaring. You're just going the day in, day out, mundane existence of life. The one day, you're there to help somebody. You know, the Bible tells us to we entertain strangers. I love doing that. If any of you know me, we do. Yeah, We're doing it again. Why? Because I met an angel or two along the way. I didn't know it. But I know I met an angel or two. Why? God said it. But see something to be thankful. Well, verse twenty-one: Thou shalt increase my greatness. Wow! What am I doing? What did I do to make myself good? I mean, some of you might look at me and think I'm some great guy. I know I'm better than I was, but I'm showing as good as I ought to be. I could be a whole lot better. But God has blessed me. He's blessed my family. I've not tasted death of any of my children. I'm not. All my kids are healthy. All my grandkids, are, and I see that at the. Great blessing from God. And I am grateful. And I say this because I've been doing it. I just it's nothing new for me to live and enjoy the moment. And I tell them all we have is today. I just hugged my son today. I said, Give me a hug, it might be the last time I want to see you. true. Sure. Right? And right. but I said I didn't. I hugged my son and I loved it and I hugged my grandson. I am so grateful because I always had a promise of death. And but we all do. But we have a promise of life. And that's what we're to live. Life. Jesus said, I come to give you life. Life more abundantly. Mm-hmm. See, not the abundant life as the world tries to tell you. Sometimes abundant life is just you got just enough to get by on. You just got the bill paid. Now what do you got? I got nothing. That's how my check. Jesus was just wearing a robe. It's true. Well, he's God. He can. No, 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 no. He did that for you and me. And then when you see the example of Widow Mite, gave up two pennies. Bible says that's all she had. People can't even give an offering plate. Sometimes you can't. You. I'm, I'm sorry, do not I don't know anybody's giving. But you can't get cheap on God. You just can't get cheap on God. Now, it doesn't mean give all you got. Maybe he'll apply it to you, but you got to give. If a person can give just a penny, because see, the giving is your thankfulness for what God has done to you. That's what it's about. It's not that the church needs the money. church don't need the money at all. You know, pastor, he'll give up. He'll donate his paycheck like the president's do for there the whole goes. year. No. <laughs> It's our heart. It's how are you thankful. What are you thankful about? What are you thankful for? See, this psalmist, this is just like his little testimony, like a day in his life, a month in his life. Now we see he's older. But look at verse 22, and we'll be ending here, because this is how we should always end. I will also praise thee. I just had all these bad things happening. I had life, sore troubles, fighting near death. I'm old, I'm tired. But see... I will praise thee with the psaltery. Hey, you know how to play guitar? Go for it. But just make sure you do it the right way in truth. See, there's music you can play, but it ain't the right one. It's in truth. Oh, my God, unto thee will I sing with the harp. Oh, thou holy one. That is Jesus right there. We sing unto him. And those songs we we're singing, that, that song we we're in tonight, uh, what is it, um, Harvest Song, we gather together. The wicked oppress us, defending, praise, I was singing that song, and it's all the words right here in Psalm 71. It had all the same thing. We're praising. He's defending. I skipped over some of the, you know, verse 12, 13, 14, about the wicked and the evil and God defending them. Because this this is a night for good. That we just need to praise him. We need to thank him. Verse 23, my lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing. You know, this is some of the best singing church I've ever been to. And we hear that over again. You know, the only other time I could relate to it was when I first got saved at Bayshore and Bill and the piano. Because it was the same thing. It was the spirit. We had unity. It was a melting block. I mean, rich, poor, the homeless. I mean, we were all there. And Bill, I mean, Billy worked for AT&T, but he was a concert pianist. So when he played that piano, it was like five hands playing. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I mean, that's what I grew up in. See, and what I was talking with the wife, we were talking about how some people's lives are parallel when you see them. You know, somebody that's from another generation and this, this generation, and yet their characters are the same. And I said, it ain't their characters. It's the God. Uh, you know. It's the God. Because it's the same spirit that works through us if you allow him. How do you get the spirit? How do you be thankful? I need to tell you, there ain't no shirt. Turn your TV off. All right? Yeah, I don't mean to. Land. I don't away. I mean, I'm going to... But you got some favorite show? I'll challenge you. Turn that show off and read 10 chapters. Just do it. Just try it one time. You know, the Bible says, prove me here with, prove me, prove God, prove me, prove me wrong that you won't be blessed by reading 10 chapters. Whatever you want, pick whatever you want. Psalms, or, you know, I highly just don't do Leviticus or the Bagats or something. I'm real boring reading, you know? <laughs> Leviticus is good. You know why I love Leviticus? From start to finish, the book starts, and the Lord said unto Moses, and it's got 35, 38 chapters of God talking. It's all God speaking. Now, He's speaking hard. You know, you got to try to interpret the meanings, but that's what we're going to see in Revelation. It's hard. But no, it's not, because the Word interprets the Word. But this is what I want to be thankful for. I'm young. I'm old. I have a blessed church. We're blessed. We blessed with this pastor. I mean, I'm not going to praise him and them. I've had pastors, they'd flick them too. Right? As I always said, I told Pastor, I'm going to follow you until you turn. That's right. And then I'm just going to keep going. You know, because why? The arm of flesh will fill you. We don't put all those old pastors, you know, the right. man. No, but he's our pastor. Hebrews tells us we're to honor him, we're to love him, and we are to obey him. We're commanded to. That's a command. It's not a request. You know how you do it? Not, you know, by coming here, singing, praising, giving, being a part of it, whatever you part. And see, we're a body, all of us. And yet there's a fingernail. Who wants to be the fingernail? You know, we all joke, be the nose, you know, big one. But the nose is there for a purpose. If it wasn't for the nose, you wouldn't have boogers, right? <laughs> okay. all right. All right. Well, <laughs> as the one, you yeah. know, why do girls have big fingers? <laughs> big nose. But uh, we're all parts of the body. And see, it's as we, you, together. And that's what makes us one. And that's when there's singing. And that's when there's song. And that's what we're thankful for. Because we have a church. We have a home. We have friends. We have people. We have a pastor. You call pastor, he's going to answer you. I know pastor. You can't even get him. Man, they're on the golf course on Saturday, and they don't answer the phone till next Tuesday. No, I've been there. I'm serious. They're, they're, they're called hirelings. Just read the Bible. You see a hireling. But we have each other, and that's the greatest thing that we have. That's the greatest strength that this church will have is each other. But I say our greatest weakness is we got to keep each other. We got the fellowship. We got the as as a coal is pulled off the fire, it doesn't generate heat. Now, if all you get is coming to Sunday morning, and that's it, you know, don't 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 cry when you faint in the day of adversity because your strength is weak. See, you're only gonna get strong by the fellowship, a twofold cord, the growing, the reading. You know, it's a multifaceted thingy. But as long as you know we're family. And you stay thankful, that attitude of gratitude. And I've said this to many young Christians with the verse we were doing the other day, um, and everything give thanks. Because you get saved and you don't know what what, what to do in your life. And I tell them two advice, and everything give thanks. No matter what's coming your way, say thank you. And two, abstain from fornication. At least for the moment, cut your date light off. Right? Cut your date light off. Until you know what God wants in your life. Because those, those, those are two commands right there. Now, the rest we don't know is where they're going to go. We know when brother are telling us about the sparrows, he, and he does. Hey, here's a verse for you, Gary. I like that. Psalm 84, and we'll close with this one. Psalm 84, 3. Yea, the sparrow have found a house. They even got a house, too. Sparrow has found a house. You know, God gave us one, and the swallow a nest for herself. We all have homes, we all have families, we all have something to be thankful for. Yeah, you might have the problem and the drama this year, somebody's mad at somebody. I, I, I know that, I know that. But how do you take it? See, because David said, when my lover left me, when my friends wouldn't find me, nobody wanted to be around me, God took me up. See, God will take you up. It's, and it's easy to say, I know it's cliche, but it's true. God will lift you up. And for that, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for my wife, my children. I'm grateful for my life because I still, I get to a point when, you know, as old as I was, when you're supposed to be dead and you're not, and God is like Hezekiah. And that kind of scares me because <laughs> I'm preaching to on Hezekiah the child I should never have been. And if you remember the story of Hezekiah, he was crying on the wall. God, Isaiah came in and said, set your life in order. You're going to die. Well, before, as soon as Isaiah turns around and walks up, Hezekiah, oh, Lord, please remember. Hezekiah, go, Isaiah go on back. And he told Hezekiah, I'm going to give you 15 more years. And Hezekiah was a good king. Hezekiah was a really good man. But the problem was, in that 15 years' time, Manasseh was born. And Manasseh was not a good man. Manasseh caused, eventually, the destruction of Israel. Manasseh eventually was saved, but the 50 years of wickedness, the lives that were destroyed, baby sacrificed, abortion went rampant. So I hope... Not some consequence of my extended years. So pray for me. Pray for wisdom. But just the fact I could stand here and open this Bible one last time and, and just to proclaim thy word brings great joy to my heart. And for this, I am thankful. I hope something that was said just would encourage you, lift you, just want you to seek the Lord. You know, just seek him and love him and praise him. And again, it's not by works of righteousness. You coming to church is not going to give you a brownie point with God. But you read reading your Bible, saying, "You know, God listened to. You. Remember Malachi? Was it Malachi? One of the three one of the 316th. I'm sorry, I'm still rambling, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> but Malachi sees the thing. God hearkened to those that spoke often about Him. Yes. little God's writing it down. You want some gold in heaven? Talk about Him. Talk about Him. Praise Him. God inhabits the praises of His people. Can you praise Him? Do you wake up in the morning, and praise Him? Middle of the night when you can't sleep, do you praise Him? Praise Him. The last psalm. You guys should have that one memorized. Know the last psalm, 150? What's the last word of the last psalm? I don't know. Hallelujah. Let everything that hath breath, praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord.